So let's have a second of real talk as we go into today's topic on mindset. If I was really being honest with you, my mindset is all over the place. As you know, I always say I am a shit show. And that is still true when it comes to getting my mind right as I tackle a task. Even today, I was spending some conversations with a friend that's kind of like my hype person. And I was like, I just feel like I'm in this yo-yo. Like one minute, I'm good and I feel like I'm on fire and I'm in my jam. And then the next minute, I just want to be in my PJs with my coffee thinking about how I need to get my mind right. So a little bit of going into today's topic, I'm super excited about talking with our guests because we're really going to talk about how your mindset is everything and how that kind of gears you to success and overcoming your failures. And so I'm excited to um, dive in with you and learn a little bit from today's podcast. So join me. are listening to Pieces of Me. I'm your host, Amanda Owen, and I'm super excited for today's guest, Matt Brown. Welcome. Oh, thanks for having me. So Matt, let's tell the listeners a little bit about you and kind of what you do and what's your jam. All right. So uh, I am the CEO of two different Keller Williams franchises. We actually operate in five different cities. Uh, I have uh, right at about 100 agents, staff members, and uh, leader, my leadership team included in that. Uh, on top of that, have two different uh, property investment groups that we do our flipping and our real estate holdings and property management. We just launched a title company and uh, a couple more ventures coming down the road. So staying busy. It sounds like <laughs> it. So, and for those listeners, is this centered out of Owensboro, Kentucky, or is it kind of a yes, little bit more? Our main offices, we have Keller Williams Elite out of Owensboro and then Keller Williams Heartland, which is based out of Elizabethtown. But we're in Madisonville, Campbellsville, Shepherdsville, Litchfield, and those other two cities. Awesome. And isn't Keller Williams, is that like a national franchise? Yes, they are. They're actually the number one uh, company in real estate in terms of agent count units and volume. So, uh, you know, I've been part of the company for going on a little over three years now. And um, wow, amazing journey. Amazing journey. Well, and I think that's why I'm so intrigued about having you on today is because I've been able to kind of see that journey unfold. And I really, honestly, I, d- I don't really know you well, um, but I feel like I know you well, if that makes sense. Yeah, through social media, right? <laughs> like, I think we're, we're like besties on social media and right. never really hung out. Yeah. Well, and you have this group on social media that is, it's called Mindset Growth. Is that what uh, the- Well, we actually just switched the name because of the URLs. Uh, it's Club oh. Growth now. So Club Growth. Club Growth, yeah. So, through the journey of these last three years and, and getting into this and having this team, and it sounds like you've really taken it and, and ran with it, how big of a contributing factor is that going to mindset and your growth within your mindset? Oh, I, I mean, it's 95% of it. I mean, part of it is showing up every day. Uh, don't get me wrong. You got to show up. Uh, but uh, 95% is, is all mindset. And it's you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in others. Uh, and it's, it's something that you constantly condition yourself to, you know, we were talking before this, uh, you know, you never master mindset. It's something that we always have to work on. And I've gone through periods of my life where I had this, a 
fabulous, amazing mindset and I could conquer the world. And then I've been through periods of my life where it was the polar opposite of that. And I was questioning everything. And, um, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with environment and what you're doing to constantly work on yourself. Uh, the pursuit of mastery is what I call it, where we always mm -hmm. just try to master our mindset and, and know that we can achieve whatever we want. So what have you found to be, you know, I think we share a common um, desire of reading books. Yes. And so we share a lot of, hey, what book are you reading? Mm -hmm. Or that's also through social media. Yeah, yeah. But what is it that you have found that has really helped you to condition that mindset to constantly grow and evolve? Um, you know, if I'm if I'm being honest, I think it was coming from a place where I didn't have a good mindset. So what I mean from that is there was when I was first out of college, I, I worked for um, an automotive manufacturer and, you know, worked my way up through the ranks and I had a really good mindset. And then I remember this day, my, my grandfather passed away and something that triggered something. And honestly, looking back, I probably wasn't happy. I was like that workaholic, but wasn't doing something that fulfilled me. Mm. I mean, I was putting in crazy hours and I made good money and I worked for materialistic things. I was in my twenties. I didn't really know any better. Uh, and then when my grandfather passed away, like my whole world came crashing down on me. And uh, I honestly, to be completely honest, I went to like a kind of a really dark phase in life. And it wasn't until really what I call destiny or fate that Shelley Westendorf approached me about forming a real estate team, the Brown Westendorf group. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was then when she saw something in me that I forgot that I had. And, and within about three months, actually, well, back then, Shelley will laugh at this. It took me a month to agree to go into business because <laughs> I was like, ah, I don't really know if I want to do this or not. You know, I, I don't know if I want to go all in. But when I did, the first thing we worked on was mindset. And it was like, hey, you know, if we're going to achieve this and become, you know, one of the top real estate groups in Owensboro, then we got to know we can. So we started with daily affirmations. Uh, we started doing like script practice and different things. And we realized that the environment that we were in dictated how successful we were. And it, you know, you've always heard you're the sum of the five people that you're around. It's not only that, but it's also the other people that you surround yourself with. And I'm a big believer in energy and you're either giving, you know, it's you're giving me energy in terms of what I'm doing is giving me energy or is what I'm doing taking energy away from me. And if I surround myself with things that give me energy, then, you know, I can go all day and be, you know, successful and run six or seven companies. Well, and I think what you and how you're saying to piggyback off of that, I think that we so much don't spend time with reflecting in our mm -hmm. in our environment and the people that we're around. And we just we keep wanting for things and we are not willing to change our habits and change where we're at. And we're going to continue to get the same results. Right. So. I think one of the things that you said, the, those daily affirmations, yeah. I used to think, I used to be the person to be like, that is so stupid. Same, same. <laughs> like, I am strong. I am, but like, but legit, mm -hmm. once I started to do some of those things and I speak things into existence, like, wow, that was powerful. I mean, do you have the same, like, what you do now did you used to think was really stupid uh, back oh, in the day? for sure. So uh, I might date myself a little bit here, but there's <laughs> a, I can't remember the exact name, like Stuart Smiley off Saturday Night Live, and he used to sit in the mirror and, and do the <laughs> yeah. affirmations. And I remember the first time I heard about affirmations, it was um, at a class called Bold, and we were, we were sitting in there, and this wasn't really too terribly long ago, but we I started reading it, and I was like, really? 
Like, <laughs> like, and I didn't understand it. Like, I, I didn't know what I didn't know, basically. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't realize is that, you know, I start my morning with affirmations. Like, uh, there's a little affirmator card that sits up on my shelf. Um, as soon as I wake up, I go pull a card and I read that. And I read it three times. And I do it for the exact purpose of starting my mindset off in the right direction early in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I know that it doesn't take much to shift your mindset off. You know, if my dogs decide to go outside and run in the mud and then come in and I got mud prints everywhere. So, you know, I got two horse dogs basically. So <laughs> it's a big deal when they get in the mud. Uh, you know, that, that little thing can just trigger your mindset to go, maybe not in a bad place, but not the place that you want to be. So start off positive and then do things throughout your day that give you energy to stay positive. And I think that's huge. So to piggyback off of that as well, when you're saying stay positive, I think I was in this, so I too also have a team. That's why we kind of relate a lot to each other is because I think you could find um, and relate to this that you can't really pour into others. You hear this often. You can't really pour into others unless you're you're pouring into yourself. And I never quite understood that all the way. I'm like, okay, I mean, sure, I hear you, but I don't got time to pour in myself. Like I got to hustle. I got to be. But man, whenever I started to shift that, that's when really change started to happen. But you said something that It took me a little bit to try to condition other people to believe that. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm saying positive mindset, it doesn't mean to be that positive, happy-go-lucky, that annoying person that there's no wrong in the world and I just love life. I mean, that is what I feel like when people are talking about a positive mindset, that that's what they're envisioning. And that's not my definition mm-hmm. of a positive mindset or a growth mindset. So how do, what do you feel is like your definition? Like, what does that mean to you when you're kind of defining that for others? Uh, I think first, I agree completely. You know, I, the, the happy go lucky positive mindset. I mean, I wish I had that. I, I don't, that's not my personality type. So for me, a positive mindset is first being true to who you are. And just recognizing who you are, don't not who you pretend to be, not who you want to be, but who are you really? Um, and starting there, and then from there, it's it's really about, you know, I, last night I was writing out as I was kind of preparing for this, all these philosophies on mindset and things, and I scratched it, and I kind of just had an aha, and it's really just being the best version of yourself. That's what it's all about. You know, you get, I tell people this and I'm super passionate about, like, this is your Super Bowl. You get one shot on this world. And, you know, how are you going to spend that time? And if you're not spending that time becoming better every single day and trying to become your best, then, you know, what's your purpose? You know, that's something that we talk a lot about is, is your purpose in life and what are you here for? And I think you got to focus on just being the best person you can be. And that's growth. And then that in turn carries over to every other aspect of your life. So because you're a leader and you're leading a team, kind of what we're going into, again, go a little bit deeper. I read this book. Again, I know you love to read books. Mm So I read this book. I'm currently that I think this is the book I'm reading right now. Yes. Um, The Mindset by Carol DeWitt. It's on my list. I haven't read it yet, but I know which book you're talking about. Okay, so maybe I should have prefaced it that. Like, that's a great book, and it really sets a tone for today. But in that book, she talks about the fixed mindset versus, like, the growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And I never realized until reading that book of understanding that most people don't have growth mindsets. Like, they're Mm -hmm. not looking to reflect to be better or learning through their failures and and and, you know like they're just going to let life happen instead of creating those opportunities for themselves so 
in saying that, you know, and and you feeling like, because I know looking at you and, and inspired by you, that you have that growth mindset and you're trying to get people to see that. Do you feel like it's difficult to get people to see their potential oh, and to dive uh-huh. into that? A hundred percent, because it was difficult for me to see my potential. It took somebody else seeing potential in me for me to see my own potential. And I think that that's huge because I think we're conditioned um, you know, from early, early age that we're a product of our environment or that, um, you know, where we start in life is where we have to finish. Um, you know, there's, there's a book out there. It's called curiosity code, speaking of books. And, uh, I read it, you know, reread it again recently because it's really something that got me thinking is when you think about kids and, you know, having kids, they ask 800 million questions a day. And then at some point we, we sit them in school and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying learning is important. I, I'm right. a very learning based person, but they get told to be quiet and sit there. And at some point they lose their curiosity. And I think part of losing that curiosity is you lose a little bit of your ambition or you lose a little bit of that learning based curiosity mentality to want to go find answers or to want to be better. And I think that's a a societal problem. Like, I think Mm -hmm. that we aren't taught to go out and be the best versions of ourselves for some reason uh, that just the environment teaches us that average is okay, and average is better than below average. Well, it's 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 maybe it's okay but it's not great it's not what we're meant to do i mean could you imagine if you know i'm a big sports guy so i always reference sports mm. but you know I love some sports. Yeah, like you know if, if muhammad ali or michael jordan or tom brady even were content with being average can you imagine you know how different the sports dynamic would be in our world you know and if you take it to even other people nelson mandela's and the, and the other great leaders of the world you know can you imagine if they decide if everybody decided to be average how boring would life be that we tend to and I didn't think about that until you just said it that how many times probably do we tell a kid like my kid right now is like oh, I want to be a famous YouTuber or oh I want to shoot hoops like you know mm-hmm. I don't can't even think of a famous basket Michael Jordan but it's yeah. not Michael Jordan right now but you know LeBron. Is, yeah you LeBron <laughs> LeBron thank you you know but we tend to say like well th- we need to come up with some more realistic goals like I've I'm guilty of kind mm-hmm. of damper in the spirit of chasing after something and I think that you know now in reflection of what you're kind of saying I think that we tend to do that with even our youth of like have a realistic goal and go after what's sometimes what's comfortable and Mm -hmm. I'm very fortunate that somehow along that way I didn't go after the comfort zone I went to like achieve more so do you feel like that is the same? Like, how did you get where you're at not playing it safe, I guess? Well, for a while, I did play it safe. Uh, and I I call it dream stealing now. Uh, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And, uh, you know, I played it safe for a long time. And I, due to outside my own circumstances, I've almost lost everything. I mean, I, I did, basically. Uh, you know, when I left the automotive manufacturing world and um, they moved companies and I had to move back home to Owensboro and I had to start over. And I realized then that I let 
physical things in my environment dictate how successful I was. And I just wasn't really happy with where I was at in life. And I, I don't mean like what I owned and, and things like that, but just my mentality was I had achieved some really great things, but I could have been so much better. Like I'm really big on reflecting back mm-hmm. and looking back over, over, you know, periods of time. And I recognized that while I, you know, moved up through the ranks of the company I was with and I made it all the way up to, you know, department manager in a company of, of, you know, hundreds upon hundreds of people. And I was very successful, but I wasn't the president of Toyota. And I just remember thinking that, like, I could be so much more if I just tweak little things. And I let people tell me that, you know, I worked for a Japanese company and Mm -hmm. I let people tell me that I couldn't reach certain things because of my nationality or because I didn't speak Japanese. So I said, okay, well, watch this. I'm going to go learn Japanese. So I started studying Japanese and, you know, and then kind of worked our way up the frames. But it's, it's the same thing as that you're saying is that society puts a lot of pressure on people. Um we're told to not stand out. We're told to, you know, just follow the norms and we got to bet on ourselves and we have to go out and, and achieve great things. You know, as a real, I talk to real estate agents all the time, all across the state and even all across the nation and people looking to get into real estate. And the first conversation we have is, you know, you're, you're not going to have a biweekly paycheck anymore. You're mm-hmm. going to have to go out and earn it. And you're going to have to be willing to bet on yourself. Now, the reward for that is is true greatness, freedom, and financial, you know, freedom and, and wealth and things like that. Um, but you got to go believe in yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, this isn't the career for you. Well, and I think that that's within, I know one of the guided questions that we kind of talked about before was you're in competitive market and really like what I do for a living, I'm not, there's not sense of a competitive market, meaning, you know, like real estate's hot right now, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but I think too, what makes it stand out and what you do as a team is it's really not about, it's crazy because it's really not about selling houses for y'all. Like that's what I learned very early on. I follow you and, and I'm part of a group, not because I'm in real estate, but it's really about developing who you want to be and, and, and having that mindset to go out there and achieve. And so even though that you're saying it was whether you're working for Toyota or now with Keller Williams and, and being a real estate agent, it don't matter what career it is. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. It, it is. You know, it's I truly believe that if, if you build yourself you know, your mind up and, and you build your self-esteem up even, and, and you know your worth, you can be successful in any avenue. From there, it's just what's your passion. And then how do you get creative and how do you make money around your passion? That's something that I'm a big believer in too, is you got to do what you love. And, and I'll be honest, when I started real estate, I didn't get into real estate because I loved it. I got into real estate because I need to make money. And uh, I had some friends that that got me in there and they knew I was in between jobs at the time. And uh, what I knew I loved was leading people. And for me, it's, you know, going down the leadership path is I realized at first I thought leadership was just getting a group of people to follow, you know, your direction and and to see your vision and to execute that vision. What I realize now is leadership's all about growing other people and that starts with mindset. So my whole focus is how do I teach as many people as possible how to think so that they get what they want when they want it out of life. Oh, man. Quote that. (laughs) Write that down. So um, as we're kind of wrapping up a little bit, because I could talk about mindset and growth mindset forever. What is the one like, I think how we talk about failures, Mm -hmm. especially when we're in a business or we're a leader, sometimes 
you know, you're, it's kind of this negative thing to talk about is like your failures, but I own my failures and I love my failures because that's really what um, has built me to what I am doing today. Mm-hmm. What has been your failure along the way that you, that you learn the most from? Well, I'll, I'll tell you first, um, I, I don't believe in failure. I don't think the failure is a thing. I think it's just lessons. Like Ooh. you got to have lessons, and and every time that you don't achieve what you set out to achieve, it's more about you learned a lesson on the next go around. So how to do things differently. Changing uh, your mindset. Yeah, yeah, how exactly. You, mindset, I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Change the way you look at things. The things you look at change. Uh, and then the I'd say for me it was thinking that I could be successful out working everybody. And I did everything. I just thought that I could just go out and outwork everybody. And I did for a long time, but that really led to burnout. And then I wasn't truly happy. And and making sure that you live a balanced life is very important. And if you're working, you know, there's a point in my life I was working 80 hours a week. And, you know, basically I just worked, slept, and learned Japanese for a while. And, (laughs) uh, I mean, it paid off, but then I got burnt out. And, I didn't have the fulfillment that I have now where I still work a lot. Don't get me wrong. I go out and hustle and grind and I'm putting in, you know, 50 hour weeks, a lot of weeks, but it's, it gives me energy because I know that I'm helping others. And for me, it's all about how do I help myself and how do I help others? So I guess my lesson would be, you know, pour into yourself because if you're not pouring into yourself first and foremost, you know, can you achieve greatness? Yeah, you can achieve some pretty great things, but how satisfied are you going to be at the end of the day when you look back and you're 90 years old and you've put in all this work and maybe you've amassed all these great goods? Well, that's awesome, but you can't take them with you. So people don't really care what you know. They care that you know, and you got to start there. Well, and I think that what you're saying too is that, one of the things that I've recognized, especially with you and, and whenever people approach me is, how do you stay so like, how do you keep coming up with the other thing? Like, oh, now you're doing this. Oh, now you started a podcast. Now you're doing that. But like what you're saying is when you're finding your purpose and you're pouring into yourself, you can you get energized even by that momentum as long as it's the right busy and the right momentum yep. and you have the right mindset around. It. I mean, would you find that that's true in that yeah and it's it's for me it's it's three things it's one i start my day with affirmations like we talked about two is i work on my disney so i have a whole flow chart that outlines everywhere i want to take every aspect of business and then from there i have eight questions and i go through and i answer those questions every single day and uh, just pick a day and i'm going to answer this question or edit the previous answer and then the third thing is i take a little bit of time to learn and not a lot i just read one chapter and that's how i start my day you know we were talking about uh, miracle morning before a great oh, yes, book yeah great so, book. and and i'm like you you know my my jam like you say is not working out like i don't i don't look forward to it it's just <laughs> not me i i need to don't get me wrong uh, but you know for me it's if, as long as i do those three things every day i start my day on the right path and then from there it just kind of carries over so oh well and what a great thing to end on for somebody to take away and I think one of the things that I have found true is it really doesn't matter success I don't feel like there is a true definition of success Mm -hmm. and that means something different for everybody but I think sometimes we live in this world and society where we're constantly on social media or on Instagram, whatever it is that you do. The world of instant gratification. Yes. In comparison, like your journey to my journey. And Mm -hmm. so you must be more successful because I'm not, 
I don't have that many followers or I don't have this, like just this act of like, I think that's where we lose the mindset growth of just shutting that off, going mm-hmm. inward, going back to the basics of affirmation and being quiet and being pre- so like I do being the present. exact yes. thing, exact same thing, just being present in that moment and. I mean, again, I could talk forever. I'm sure you could too. It just yeah. energized me. Like, I don't want to yeah. stop. <laughs> I'll say one, I do want to fill in one more thing is that people severely overestimate what they can accomplish in one year and underestimate what they can accomplish in three to five. Ooh, that is, I mean, and I see this all the time where people will set this goal and a one year goal of I'm going to go out and, you know, from a real estate standpoint, I'm going to go sell 20 million and maybe they sold two or three the year before and they don't achieve that. So then they get deflated and they stop. If you just stay consistent and do the things that you need to do, regardless of industry, and focus on your mindset, in three to five years, you can have anything you want. Mm. Well, and I, see, I can't stop. See, you then I want to piggyback off what you're saying. Have you ever heard that saying where, you know, envision what you want to be? Like, who do you want to be in 10 years from now? Like, mm-hmm. what do you want to be doing? What, do you, what does it look like for you? And then... Why are you not creating the habits and like why why not think what you can do right now to be that person? Start being that person now. And that's really kind of what my shift was. Like I wanted to be an author. I wanted to be a podcaster. I wanted to I wanted to make a bigger impact. And I just I didn't I didn't feel like I could. I just I kept wanting it, but I didn't know even where to start. But then I just I just started. Yeah, I tell you the uh Kellyanne actually taught me this is build out your five year goal. And then look at it and say, okay, what do I need to do this year to be on track to hit my goal? And then what do I need to do this month to be on track to hit my one-year goal? Then what do I need to do this week to be on track to hit my month goal? What do I need to do today to be on track to hit my week goal? And just reverse engineer it out. And then it's just consistency and mindset from there. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on today's my episode. Pleasure. And you know, again, you have this Facebook following, so I'm sure they can connect with you. Yeah, just look us up on Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash club growth now. Just changed the name this morning. So come check us out. Uh, You know, we always put motivational quotes, videos, different things, uh, just to kind of help people get through the day and to know that, you know, there's a better tomorrow. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. It would mean so much to me if you were to like, comment, and or share this podcast, if it inspired you to be more or something that provided you hope, something I said, if it resonated with you, I would be very honored and appreciative if you were to do that because I do this for you. Also, make sure that if you haven't, you subscribe and follow Pieces of Me on anchor.fm or subscribe on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other of your favorite podcast platforms.